Good morning. This is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellums. Back in the studio with me, Heim Goodman-Strauss. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning. He's a math professor at the University of Arkansas. Indeed. And, and uh, let's see, the last uh, time... Well, you, oh, we had those finger games right. that Dr. Schaefer yeah. gave us. And we have are coming back now with the results of our little Google, ungoogleable number right. if contest. A few weeks ago, you proposed the challenge to find the smallest number... That is not Googleable. It doesn't show up on Google. It's right. counting number. And we tried this on the web a couple of year or so ago. And the weird thing is that everything that we tried then now shows up lots and lots of hits. And not just because we put it up there. Well, so it's as if the demand for numbers is just steadily increasing like mad. Because at the bare minimum, 10-digit numbers are phone numbers. Right. And, and then you have... Well, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But the really good thing is we're not going to run out of numbers. I feel pretty confident. Okay. So we we'll just keep may inventing have to get more, <laughs> right? Longer and longer. So here's the here's a list of some folks that came in. And you did not claim to know what the oh. smallest oh, yeah, no, number that, was that wasn't on Google. And this is just the smallest that people came up with. Right. Obviously, someone can write a script. Uh, now these were emailed to you, correct? Yes. Uh, Jason Coleman. Yep. Emailed in that he. Came up, he, 181 billion, 1 million, 100,000. What's nice about this one is it's a pretty big number, but it ends in lots of zeros. It's right. got to be one of the smallest numbers. So he did not find that zero, on zero, Google. Zero, zero. Apparently not. Um, David they, Harris, 11 billion, 778 million, something, something or other. Yeah. And they go on down, though. I've ordered them. And so oh. here we have the. I see. And uh, uh, Michael Croucher, Brad Tittle. Tor Ingus Birkin, Birk, Birkness? From Norway. From Norway. He found one that was uh, just over 923 million. But look at this. K. Siefkin? Is that I, I presume? K. Siefkin found that 290,364,867 was not represented. And then Michael Croucher checked in again with a much smaller oh, number. Oh, than... Michael Croucher found that 217,533,184 was not. For the time being. And that... but, in, but in a year from now, there'll be 100 hits. Well, you could be a smart aleck and, you know, put it up there right even, now. Even without that. It's really weird. I mean, maybe not 100, but everything we tried a, a year ago is now gets plenty. So hmm. and we got an interesting email that I would like to know. This is from Kirk about. McKinley. Do you know where Kirk is from? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kirk McKinley emailed, The new television show Fringe aired on Fox September 16, 2008, and had one of the characters reciting a sequence of numbers in order to put himself to sleep. I could not easily figure out the sequence and did not record it. Does anyone know what it was or if, in fact, it was just random numbers? So somewhere out there, uh, we hope that there's a listener that uh, – Now, what's interesting is this – I did not see notice. this program. I have no – I didn't know – I've never heard of it. Well, it's, it's brand new and it's by the same fellow, J.J. Abrams, maybe the, the same person who did Lost, and there are all sorts of you know in, in, in Lost, which I don't watch, but I know that there are secret things that come back oh. around, and so. Oh, so it's likely there is some hidden. Yeah. Now, whether it has any meaning in real life or if it okay, will so later come back September sixteenth, two thousand and eight. All right, that's the episode. Okay. Now that kind of I was walking over here and I was thinking about um, you know math and TV. You know, Futurama has uh, which all is an kinds animated. Of, Former animated yeah, show. The Simpsons, too, but Futurama has a lot of math humor that uh, basically um, nobody would get. And so we actually have a talk in the spring. Somebody's going to come to the University of Arkansas and talk about the mathematics of Futurama. So we'll really? You, yeah. It's not Matt Groening, is it? No, no, oh, okay. no. It's a, one of my – so, I mean, just some of the humor is so obscure. Like one that just immediately pops to mind is about Ed Witten's dog, which even to explain what that joke is about <laughs> would take about – 
20 minutes of <laughs> very boring technical. I mean, the joke is like so obscure. And, and it's a visual joke, too, which I can't even really explain. So do you think that there must have been a writer on this program? He was that, grad student in physics at, at one some point, point or yeah. something. I just can't So did imagine. you see this joke happen on television and just yeah. fall out of your chair was, and everybody else in the room? It was like, well, it was just sort of – it wasn't like a hilarious oh, joke. Okay. It was just such an inside thing that, I mean, the number of people that would even have gotten the joke is – I'm all for those. Not, not huge. Yeah. So uh, – there are probably jokes throughout there for civil engineers, too, and other right. folks that we don't get. Right. But I don't get the math one, either. You have uh, a, a puzzle? Oh, yeah. Well, it's a game. Oh, it's a game. Sort of a game. It's really <laughs> a puzzle about a game. So um, it's kind of a game we couldn't possibly really play, but uh, one of us is going to try to make the game go on forever, mm-hmm. and the other one's going to try to have the game stop. Okay. I'll try to make it go on forever. How's that? Okay. Yeah. All right. All so right. Uh, we have a collection of... Balls with of with different numbers on them, mm-hmm. as many like a whole and as many as you like numbers. Uh, balls numbered five, as many as you like balls numbered four. So like a billiard ball. Yeah, say. Okay. And all the way down to balls numbered zero. Okay. Okay. Now what's going to happen is you're going to put say some collection of balls on the table, say mm-hmm. a couple of fives or something, mm-hmm. and every time I remove a ball of say number five, you can put down as many balls as you like. Of the next number down, so you can put down as many numbered fours. So if I let's say I put down six number five balls, All right? And I pick one up. So now there are five. But then you can put down as many fours as you like. As many? Uh huh. Six trillion. You can even put in. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was really. <laughs> you can go, yeah, Google anything. You okay. just put the sky's the limit. Okay. And then I pick one of the fives, and you put down more, and I pick one of the fours, and you put down a whole bunch of threes. Well, obviously, if I remove a ball labeled zero, you can't put anything down. There's no lower number ball than that. And we are not bound by the limits of... Reality. Okay. And um, the question is, can you make the game go on forever? I think so. You have to put down a finite number of balls. (laughs) But but you can always put down more and more and more, and I can only take one away. And so the question is, partly, who's, you know, can you make it go on forever? And the real question is, what's going on? Okay. There's something going on. There's something. There's going always on. something going on. That's with the your, thing about the, your puzzles and your games. Yeah. All right. Should people email you? Oh, thanks for reminding us. Mm-hmm. It's uh, mathfactor at uark.edu, or the website is mathfactor.uark.edu. All right. I'm. Thanks a lot. Thank you. I'm Goodman Strauss, regular visitor to Sunday Ozarks at Large, math professor at the University of Arkansas.